You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Exactly. And that's what I like to um, bring up to people who are auditioning for any show is that you have to really have a strong foundation in who you are and your own sense of happiness before you go into a show because it, you know, people tend to think that, oh, if I just got this job, if I just had that show, if I just did this part, then I would be happy. Then everything would be made. And it's like, this will not make you happy. It's very intense and it's, it's very fun once you get it, but it's a lot of work and it's a lot of sacrifice. And it just, it feels differently when you're in it than when you're thinking or dreaming of it. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. Here we are, 2021, still working through some things before Broadway opens, but we're just a month or so away. And uh, our guest coming up is going to be one of the first shows on Broadway to return, and we're super excited about that. Uh, just a reminder, if you haven't tried a free trial of Built for the Stage, go to the website, builtforthestage.com. And you'll be on your way with seven days of working with your own Broadway trainer via a fitness app. All right. I'm excited. My dogs sitting by are excited for our <laughs> guests coming up here. We're going to be chatting with the dance captain of Aladdin. Please welcome to the pod, Ariel Reed. Oh. Hi, Ariel. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> so nice to have you on the podcast. We've all already been uh, sharing some laughs before we got started. So, uh, it's already been great to, uh, get to talk a little bit. So you are calling from Connecticut right now, correct? Yes, I am. Beautiful Connecticut. And is this where you've been, have you been home based there pretty much during this, uh, glorious pandemic the past year and a half or so? Sort of. It's, it's been a mix. Uh, we were living in our apartment in New York city when the pandemic started and that's where we stayed for, I'd say, maybe the first couple months. Then we decided to get out of town and get some space and get some air. So we went down to Key West, Florida, and we stayed down there for a couple of months. Um, in true quarantine fashion, we rented a house and that was our home base for a while. Then when we got back to New York, um, it was definitely time to move. We were living in a very small apartment 
And we have a young child, my daughter, Gianna, she's five years old right now. Um, it was time to move. And so that's what we did. And so now we're in Connecticut uh, and we have a lot more space and it's wonderful. Nice. I can share some of that as well. We were sitting in our New York City apartment for a few months and the lease was uh, coming up mm -hmm. and we headed down to Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> and um, ne never would I have thought that I would be a resident of Florida, uh, even if it was for a, a temporary amount of time. Yeah. Same, same, <laughs> but it turned out to be just right. You know, after being cooped up in a New York city apartment, you want some sunshine, some fresh air and some space, uh, away from people. So it was nice. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into being, uh, a mom on Broadway. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we hit record that, uh, myself, I have a, a good amount of clients um, or just friends in the business that are uh, just starting this journey as new parents mm -hmm. um, and balancing the life of a, of a career uh, in theater. Um, what's that like? I'm sure it's not easy. Um, do you have any like uh, your you know, top three or five go-to tips of like how to survive yeah. and thrive as a mom <laughs> in the business? Let's see. I would say most importantly, um, just prioritizing your health and the health of your child and your time. So, you know, it's so easy to get caught up uh, when things are going strong in the business with auditions, with, uh, rehearsals, with shows, show schedules. And, um, it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes, uh, without having those moments of just sitting back and grounding and remembering what's most important. Um, but I, I think it's really, really rewarding, um, being a mom on Broadway. Uh, when my daughter was three years old, she came to see the show and it was the highlight of my career <laughs> to perform for her. And, um, that was very exciting. I think the, the biggest thing for me, if I could take a step back is, uh, I was originally part of the onstage ensemble in the show. And then I got pregnant and I left the show for a year. And then I came back into that same track, but then the lovely Jen Riaz actually was leaving to go do another show. And she was the dance captain. And I threw my name out there. I said, you know what? I know the show pretty much inside and out and I could do it if you wanted. And they said, of course it's yours. Congratulations. You start next week. You know? So, um, so it's, it, is great because as a swing, I don't always have to go and do the show every night. Uh, however, as dance captain, I am in charge of rehearsals and in charge of auditioning people for the show. And so it takes up a lot of time. So having a really strong support system, uh, whether that is your parents, whether that is your partner, whether that is a team of babysitters or if you are fortunate enough to have a nanny, uh, that is very helpful uh, in order to free up your time 
to do the things necessary to get the job done. Uh, but I love it. And it's, and it's great because I get to spend time with her, but I also get to go and be around adults <laughs> and have adult conversations and things like that and hang out in the dressing room with, uh, the girls in addition to, um, spending time with the, with a child. Let's rewind to when, um, you you had Gianna and then you're returning to the show mm-hmm. because I think that could be something helpful uh, since you've already kind of experienced uh, a dead stop, if you will, mm-hmm. and then coming right back into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of performers now are facing that. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can you know, draw, draw some insight from you. Um, how, how did you approach returning to the show? Mm -hmm. You probably also (laughs) carrying a child for nine months is, is no physical, uh, thing to just, you know, throw to the wind. It's a very taxing, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, (laughs) thing to go through. So you probably weren't returning like physically the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that because, uh, although, we haven't, everyone out there hasn't been having babies, but they're probably returning, not physically feeling, mm-hmm. you know, the same because they've been cooped up for a year or whatever yes. the case may be. Mm-hmm. How was that returning and how was that either successful, successful for you or things that maybe you look back and you're like, Oh, I wish, you know, now approaching this time, I'm going to do this different. Uh, really good question. Coming back if I'm going to be completely honest, was really hard. <laughs> uh, that first rehearsal back, I I remember we were doing the silks and we we're throwing them around and we stopped and I was out of breath and I just felt like, how did I ever do this? Like, this is so hard. I can't believe that I just did this like it was nothing at, at one point. Um, And I think the key is to just, uh, having grace and patience with yourself and the body really does remember. And so that muscle memory starts to get back in there and, um, it it takes over and it's great. Uh, going back, my, I was fortunate enough to have a very straightforward pregnancy Um, and I was also very fortunate to have a very straightforward, uh, natural birth. Um, so my recovery was pretty quick afterwards. Um, and so when I went for my first, uh, checkup after I had the baby, the doctor gave me the, okay, the clear she was like, okay, you're, you're looking great. You're healing really well you can get back in there. And I was like, get back into what? What do you mean? (laughs) I don't feel ready to do anything. Uh, And she said, you know, just take it a day at a time. And so I did um, a lot of Pilates work to help get my core back together because that was wrecked. And um, even doing things like a plank would hurt my pelvis, like the bone, just everything just wasn't back in place yet. So I really had to take it easy and take it one step at a time in order to build my strength back up to even do the show. And then once I was at rehearsals to really be patient with myself to get my stamina back up, because it's one thing to be at home and doing 
cardio workouts, um, being on the treadmill. It's another thing to be swinging around props, singing and dancing at the same time. It's a different kind of monster, right? So, um, I think that's the biggest thing, uh, is your mentality is your mental is just having patience and grace with yourself. Especially coming back when, from having a baby you're... during a pandemic. Please, please, just all the patience and all <laughs> of the grace. <laughs> when you were making that, that pr- when you were going through the process of coming back, what would you say about when you started to feel maybe around like 70, 80%? Two weeks, three weeks? How long do you think it took you in rehearsal process to feel okay? Uh, I'd say about two weeks, two full weeks. Cool. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I, I love that you said that because every time a client enters like, or re-enters their fitness journey, or I'm coaching someone, I'm just saying, Hey, the first two weeks are going to be the toughest. And if you could just stay consistent, you're going to, you're going to ride that wave. And on the other side of it, you're going to get into a groove. So it's a mental battle really, because you know that you could do it. You know what you used to be able to do. And so you just want to jump right back into it. And, uh, you know, it takes time. So just being okay with taking a second, because also, you know, in the business, everything is, Oh, okay. We got to do this. I got to, I got to get ready for this. I got to do this. And just like being able to take a deep breath is, it sounds simple, but it's really not when you're in it. (laughs) Yeah. You're, you're not right up to it, but you're approaching returning to rehearsals in a little bit. Has anyone from the company reached out and said, how they're going to be approaching, uh, kind of getting back the show on its feet. Um, as far as like, Hey, you know, giving you that sense of like, it's we're, we understand it's going to take a little time. Have, have you got anything from the company yet about that? Yes. Uh, we are very fortunate. We meaning the cast of Aladdin, uh, are very fortunate to be working for a company, Disney Theatricals, that is very understanding of all of the elements that go into creating a great performance. So they have been very supportive in terms of uh, making sure that we're able to have access to physical therapy and access to um, workouts, uh, dance classes, things to get people back in the groove of things. Um, I will say though, that there's nothing like being in the room, in the rehearsal room, uh, and especially with our creative team, Casey Nicola, John McGinnis, people will feel it for sure that first week, but then it'll just drive them and push them right back into it. Uh, but it's, there's, I'm, there's something about the adding the singing in with the dancing that really takes it to a whole nother level of, um, fitness. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you, I haven't uh, asked this question to any of the returning performers yet. Maybe it's a show-by-show case. Uh, will you have access to the theater immediately, or will you be entering a rehearsal studio first? We will be in a rehearsal studio first, and then okay, we'll move okay. over to the theater. So I really don't know if we're going to immediately have access to the theater. There are a lot of different rules now with. Um, for COVID safety. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cause even just that, uh, the surroundings or the, the area I, I'll say that you have to cover when being on the stage in the theater, as opposed to the rehearsal mm-hmm. space, you mm-hmm. just really quite can't get that the same either. So, um, that'll be another transition in itself. Oh yes. It's a full speaking of transition. Speaking of transitions, um, another topic that we really haven't covered on the podcast a lot is your responsibility of bringing in new cast members uh, mm-hmm. to the show as a dance captain. Mm-hmm. So Aladdin, longtime running show, uh, you have some people that stick around for a while, but you also have people coming in and out, I'm sure. Yes. What is that process like um, from start to finish with someone, you know, walking in uh, for the first time? Is it just you and that other person? Um, Tell us about your process of how you like to try to successfully onboard someone into the show. Definitely. Uh, And it's my favorite part of the job is teaching someone the show from scratch and watching them perform it in the end is really fulfilling for me. Uh, it starts with the audition and they come in to either an open call or an invited call. And usually I'm there and we go through the combination and we make cuts. And when it gets down to it, we end up putting people on tape to then send to the creative team in order for them to choose who they would like to be in the show. And then once that person is chosen, It's just me, them, we have a pianist, and we have a stage manager, and that's it in the room, and we get to work. And I start from the beginning of the show, and we go all the way through. I like to go in chronological order, and we go through their entire track. And by entire track, I mean not just the steps that they are doing, but also how they're getting on stage who they're looking for, who you pass this on. We have a a ton of props, a ton of moving parts. So even if they aren't 
touching anything. It's like, okay, we'll make sure you exit out of this wing. Now be careful. Don't just run into the wing, get to the wing and wait because this person has to pass. Then you can go, let them pass first. So it's all of that backstage choreography as well as the onstage choreography that we go through in order to set them up for success from the beginning. You know, if I know that it's, that that's a thing, why not just tell them that and instead of having them run into someone backstage. So we go through all of that information. Um, and I like to get it all out as fast as possible. So then we can work on the fun part, which is the performing aspect of it and the intention of each number and each scene and what they need to be bringing in order to really do it the way that they want to do it and, and, um, enhance the show with their performance. Um, so it's a lot of fun. And then we go on stage and we have rehearsals on stage with swings so they can get a feel for doing it on the stage, doing it. If some of their show shoes are ready, doing it in their show shoes and, um, touching the actual props. So we have a swing rehearsal that way. And then after that, they have their put in rehearsal with the full cast and that person who is going to the show will be in full costume and makeup. Everyone else is in rehearsal clothes, but it's full props. And we go through the show number by number, transition by transition to uh, get them settled. And then, then they're in, then they're in, which I, you know, that's a whole nother beast as well. Once they're into the show. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, for me, the toughest part is probably when you're in the rehearsal studio, just you, them, and the stage manager with the piano. Yes. <laughs> I keep going back to you. I keep, I mean, being in theater as it is, is just one big game of uh, make-believe, but mm -hmm. this takes it to another level because, oh, yes. you know, when you're rehearsing, we'll have set pieces taped out on the floor or whatever, mm -hmm. and you'll have to pretend like, oh, there's a wall there. I can't walk through this piece of tape. But also saying, oh, you know, Johnny Smith over here is going to be crossing off stage. Oh, yeah. And then I'm picturing all all the times pretending that and then them actually doing it with the cast and they're like, Oh, there's so-and-so going by just like Ariel told me they would be. Exactly. That's, so having that all, it's a lot of fun. The, it's a lot that of first fun. day of, <laughs> yeah, that, that first day being with the full cast and having it come to fruition must be pretty uh, exciting and fun for that person for sure. I'm sure it is. And hopefully they feel prepared. <laughs> I try to prepare them yeah. as much as possible and try to get them to feel as confident as possible so that they can get to the performance quality of everyone else who has been doing it for so long, who doesn't have the same you know, nerves and anxiety of doing it for the very first time. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Last question. Yes. Um, so the pandemic, the pandemic has taught us that, you know, when you're theater, 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 performing, 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 and then it's gone. And to an extent, a lot of people were left with like, you know, who am I? Mm. Um, I know for you, being a mom, uh, a wife, you have probably that those other purposes or identities ingrained in you. But what other things in life besides theater do you uh, enjoy or have really like revisited um, since theater's been down? Uh, 
I almost feel like it's a trick question for me because I have been fully immersed in motherhood, to be honest. And I taking my daughter through this process of learning, you know, how to wear a mask and when you have to, and when you don't have to, and socially distancing from people was a thing at first. Then (laughs) I became a preschool teacher in terms of homeschooling her for this past year. So that was, that was basically my new skill that I learned was putting together lesson plans (laughs) for a four year old. (laughs) I'm, I'm telling you, sorry to interrupt, but like, just parents across the country just instantly became homeschool teachers, like instantly. no training, nothing like, <laughs> and it was crazy. And the thing is, you know, I had always toyed with the idea of maybe doing homeschooling and wouldn't it be great? I love the idea of it. And I, I loved it more in my head. Uh, <laughs> and when we actually got down into it, I was like, okay, well, th- you know what? This isn't for me, but we can do it for now. But this is definitely not for me. And I will leave this to the professionals. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. Well, uh, kudos for you for taking it on when you had to anyways. And, um, I think that's a lesson learned that we actually, that we do talk about a lot in the podcast is, liking the idea of something. And then when you actually step into the arena to, to accomplish it, it's, uh, the idea is a whole other story than actually doing it. So exactly. That's and that's what I like learned. to, um, bring up to people who are auditioning for any show is that you have to really have a strong foundation in who you are and your own sense of happiness before you go into a show, because it, you know, people tend to think that, oh, if I just got this job, if I just had that show, if I just did this part, then I would be happy. Then everything would be made. And it's like, this will not make you happy. It's very intense and it's, it's very fun once you get it, but it's a lot of work and it's a lot of sacrifice. And it just, it feels differently when you're in it than when you're thinking or dreaming of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. That'll do it. Thank you so much, Ariel, for being on the podcast today. Thank you very much. All right, everyone. That was Ariel. Yeah, that was was Ariel Reed. If you want to follow her on the gram, it's Ariel J. Reed. You can also find that in the description of this podcast episode. Uh, Super excited for uh, Ariel and the rest of the cast of Aladdin to return to the new Amsterdam theater coming up soon. All right. This is Joe Roscoe from Built for the Stage. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.